Family from the Heart podcast episode number 206. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And this, my friends, is the podcast where we give you a behind-the-scenes look. What goes on behind the scenes behind of the Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Behind. <laughs> behind. We just give, you've been hanging out We just lately. give you the behind. <laughs> no, seriously, this is the behind the scenes look. I said it again. I know. I, I don't know. Anyway, we're a family living life on purpose. Good enough. Moving along. Stephanie, what do we got today? <laughs> we have a whole list of things, but I was just, I'm trying to retweet your, yeah. we're recording live right now. Yes. Tweet. And I noticed that um, Minnie, Winnie almost missed her flight. Really? She <laughs> says, I should have checked my ticket. I almost missed my flight. Really? And we thought that she had plenty of time because I asked her and anyway, so, but she made it, I guess. You guess. Well, the almost lets me oh, know that she made it. Like nice. she almost missed her phone. Anyway, so um, we just dropped Winnie off at the airport about an hour and a half ago. Our friend Winnie from Belgium. Our friend Winnie from Belgium. Um, um I'm pretty sure the kids think her last name is from Belgium. Yes. Her last <laughs> name is from Belgium. <laughs> This is Winnie from Belgium. <laughs> I'm sorry. We had a great week. We did. We did. It yes. was it was tons of fun. Um, we went to see the Hunger Games. She had a to do list. Um, while in the states, and that to do list was um Chipotle, and Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Both of which she was able to do, um, while she was on the West Coast in San Francisco, um. And to see the Hunger Games and to have Chick-fil-A. I think for Ugh. the first time. Yes, like, it was her I, first time. It was her first time, right? It was okay. her first time. Um, and she had heard lots of things about it, so she wanted to try Chick-fil-A. Um, and so she got here on Friday. Mm-hmm. And on Saturday, we had... We saw the Hunger Games and had Chick-fil-A. <laughs> on Monday, we had Starbucks. And on Tuesday, we had Starbucks and Chipotle. <laughs> nice. I think we hit her to-do list. That's awesome. We had a good time. It is, we did. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Chick-fil-A. So no, you're not. I, I had Chipotle that day. You I, did. I stopped at Chipotle, got myself a burrito bowl, and then we went to Chick-fil-A, and I ate my burrito bowl from Chipotle while sitting at Chick-fil-A. You did. So I must say Hunger Games was just as good the second time around. It as was. was first. You know, the, the thing is, though, is is as I listened intently trying yes. to see if I missed the first time any of the songs from the soundtrack being played during no. the movie. And there are none. The only time you get songs from the soundtrack are during the credits. There are three of them during the credits of the movie. Other than that, I can't see. Well, they're not any there. Other place they're not or, there. Yeah, where they're played. Well, I mean, it really could just be. A little snippet of a song that I, they're playing, but you've listened to the soundtrack enough. You I would know, have recognized. I know every song on that soundtrack. Songs, right. I've probably, because I listen to it through the day All at the work, time. sometimes three or four times mm-hmm. a day uh, and have done that for, I mean, not every day I don't do that, but there have been times where I've done that. And I, I'd say I'd probably heard the soundtrack at least 60, 70 times. Mm-hmm. And um, no, there, there, there are none. Matter of fact, there's very little music at all in the movie um, the, the movie starts out with some humming kind mm-hmm. of, you know, a little bit of humming in the beginning, but, uh, very little music and, and none of it is from the soundtrack, right? Which that is disappointing. It's just, a, but the movie is great. The movie is great. I enjoyed the movie more the second time because I kind of knew the things that I picked up the last time and I was able to look for things that I didn't pick up before. Right. Yeah. Okay. I jumped in all the same spots. I know. Even though I knew what was coming. I made sure that I did not jump <laughs> during, the, during that like, spot. We won't say when. I I knew it was coming and I'm even sitting there waiting and watching 
And I still jumped out of my chair. Yeah. What is it? Episode 38, our full Hunger Games movie so. review. If you I go to so. just go to hungergamespodcast.com and I think it's episode 38. It's a it, it is a full blown movie review for the Hunger Games movie. And of course, it is for it's meant for people who have seen the movie because we actually talk about the specifics here. We're only just talking that it was awesome. Just as great the second time. And yeah, the, uh, unfortunately, James Kinnison's in the chat room. He says soundtrack spoilers, the worst spoiler, the worst kind of spoiler. Yeah, um, that's not the worst kind of spoiler. I think he was joking. The, well, I know, but I'm going to disagree. Hence the winking smiley uh, face. The winking smiley face just popped up for me. Okay. So just so you know, it wasn't there when I looked the first time. Well, if you knew James Kinnison, you would know that it was a joke. I wasn't doubting that it was a joke. Oh, Okay. Fair enough. All right. So enjoy the Hunger Games. Um, By the way, we, we're working on a massive list of things to cover here today. Because Cliff couldn't handle winging it a third week in a row. James Kennison says joke fight. The worst kind of fight. <laughs> now that might be true. <laughs> All right. <coughs> what do you got? What, uh, what would you say? We had two weeks in a row where we had to do Stephanie style. We did. And and it was really good. And now we have. Um, here's the problem with today's show. What's the pro- there's a problem with today's show. There is. Already? I have the list. Like yes. if you had the list and you were bringing up the topics, that would be different. Yeah. I can't. I can't work this way. Like I'm. I'm well, give me I'm the list. Why? You, so. Give me the pen. Give me the list. Here. All right, so have All we right. talked about Winnie's visit yet? We did. Okay, we've And we that. talked about the Hunger Games, which is down on the list, and I had to you check it off. You can't jump all over? Yes, I can, you, because the two were linked together. I'm just kidding. You're the one fight. who needed a list. All right. So, Stephanie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Eric Fisher says Stephanie's style, the worst kind of, I mean. You know. <laughs> we're, nice. of course, referencing the chat yes, room the now. the chat room. And today's show is brought to you by The Chat Room. Actually, we have some exciting things about who this episode is sponsored by. We do, always. But we okay. Can, but Mardell is going to have to wait until the middle of the episode because we have plenty of things to talk about, such as why you've been moping around. I haven't been moping around. Yeah, you're just, you walk around, it's like, blah, 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 woe is me. I have not. I so not. miss my OTA. I do. Um, it was really weird to not <laughs> rush home from Megan's dance class night last night to watch One Tree Hill. That was really weird for me because um, our DVR, uh, Dish Network, does not have the channel. It's, it's on the CW, and Dish Network does not have that channel available. So I had to... I had to watch it on live TV. Mm-hmm. How painful! I actually How had to watch commercials. Is that? <laughs> but um, and so we couldn't pause. We couldn't go back. And um, everyone, back. everyone on, um, everyone in the house knew that on Wednesdays between eight and nine, you had to be quiet because I couldn't miss anything. It was it was the last it was the last season, and um, so. Last night, it was really weird not to rush home to watch One Tree Hill. But um, so after nine seasons, it's it's over. I thought they did a good job. Did they? Um, I did. It was really. The show never jumped the shark? Not for me. Okay, good. I mean, it may have for no, other I'm, people. I'm asking for you. I, for me, I only never care did. about you. I, um, thank you. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it in, until the end. I mean, there were always times when things were a little cheesy, but. Um, but that wasn't all the time. It was not like, um, watching the last season of seventh heaven. Oh my, <laughs> Let's not get, let's they're just... not even in the same category for me. They're really not. But, um, but I always loved the relationship aspects of, um, one tree hill. Everything was about the relationships and the development of those. And, um, so I, I always loved, always loved that show. And so last week, actually, I didn't even get to watch the final episode live because um, we were on our way home from from Nashville. From Nashville, yes. So I had to wait for it to show up for on it to line. be available online to watch it. And uh, I finally watched it like I don't know Monday night, sun- Sunday night. I watched it on Easter Sunday. 
Here, here's the situation. So. I have never watched an episode of One Tree Hill, Mm-mm. nor do I desire to ever go back and watch one. I couldn't name a single character on the show. Um, the only plot line I can tell you is that one guy played basketball, couldn't play basketball, and then goes plays basketball. That That's actually a lot. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> I just summed up all seven seasons for you. No, you didn't. Nine. Nine. <laughs> well, seven of the nine then. But one character. <laughs> okay. So that's the only thing I know. But there is one thing I can tell you about One Tree Hill. Awesome music in the show. Fantastic music. That was one of my favorite things. Every time I walked into the room when that show was on, it doesn't matter where I'm at or where you're at in the episode, whether it's just starting halfway through, you know, it doesn't matter. I Mm -hmm. walk in the room, I sit down, I'm, you know, just chilling for a little bit, maybe checking out, you know, some stuff on my phone and and stuff like that, the, the the show's on in the background, and it's always got music on, and it's always, I, I don't think I've ever heard a song played on that show that I didn't like. I agree with you. The music on um, One Tree Hill is a character in and of itself. Always fantastic music. There are There are songs that I cannot listen to without thinking of moments from the show mm-hmm. you know um nathan and Haley's first kiss is to dare you to move by switchfoot um uh nathan has a motorcycle accident to this song that um just gets stuck in my head and i actually can't think of the title of it right now but um and then the um i love gavin DeGraw, who i had no idea um who he was until One Tree Hill introduced him to me. Right. Um, so I fantastic music all the time. It was like it was consistent that the music on there was just Yeah. The people who were responsible for choosing the music have a lot of the same tastes that I do. And I, I think that alone made it pretty cool. Although like I said, I've never seen an episode. Right. Um now the kids actually want to go back and watch it from the beginning. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not asking you to. We're going to start this weekend while you're gone. We're going to start with season one. Um, this weekend, you'll be in Nashville again for um, PodCamp Nashville. So um, I'm thinking, you know. Wait a second. PodCamp Nashville is not on our list. And I'm not talking about it. I'm mentioning that's where you're going to be while the kids and I watch One Tree Hill, which is on the list. All right. Well, let's add PodCamp Nashville Don't because. Add, add things. The list is long enough. I put it down as PCN, by the way. All right. um, So PodCamp Nashville, I am going down this weekend and I'm looking very much forward to it. Not only, this is one of my favorite things. What? Family from the Heart is turning into a commercial for where Cliff will be when. Yes, it is. (laughs) It is. This is, it's the whole reason we do this show. You think it's about family. (laughs) It's It's all about my speaking schedule. It is. All right, go ahead. No, seriously, it was cool because I was able to work out a situation where I'm going down for PodCamp and I'm actually getting a, a day of consulting in mm-hmm. as well because I'm going down and I'm helping Michael Hyatt on Sunday. You are. So I am very much looking forward to getting to finally meet him face to face and I'm going to be helping him with some stuff related to his podcast and have an opportunity to talk to him about his speaking engagement where he's actually coming to speak at Blog World NYC. So, uh, lots of cool things happening. So now you can mark off NYC. Like, go ahead, talk about the meetup and mark it off. Okay, I will do that. Let me check off PCN. <laughs> and uh, that just goes to mention that uh, in June, as many people know now, I am in charge of putting together the podcasting track for Blog World New Media Expo. And uh, as is my habit, when I go into a big city, I like to throw a, a meetup. He likes to throw a party. I like to throw a party. I like to meet people face to face and and I like other people who are in the community to meet each other face to face. So here's the situation. I am actually going to be, I don't have all the details, but I can give you enough to kind of get it this on your calendar if you want to come. But it's going to be on Wednesday, June 6th. All right. And I think that I got that date right. Fifth, sixth, seventh. Yeah. So Wednesday, June 6th, uh, probably right at seven o'clock. And I won't tell you the restaurant yet because I haven't called them to confirm that it's a possibility. But I will tell you that we are going to meet at a restaurant and uh, we'll meet there for one hour and have a wonderful time together. 
And then after the restaurant, we'll probably, you know, decide then, you know, some different things that we'll do, whether it be walk through Times Square or go over to Bryant Park or I'll, I'll look at some other opportunities. But the cool thing is, is with Blog World this year, they're giving one night off of official parties so that people like myself and Pat Flynn and some other people can actually host community meetups. And the folks that are going to be invited to come to this meetup are anyone who is in uh, the podcast mastermind, the gspn.tv community, or the folks who are in the podcastanswerman.com community. Now, of course, podcastanswerman.com is a part of gspn.tv, but many of those people don't know it because I don't do enough cross promotion there. Uh, You would think that as the podcast answerman, I would know to do that more often. But anyway, the idea is that I'm going to reach out to all three communities. Uh, We have 15 podcast mastermind members that are coming to blog world. Um, Now, because I'm, this is the furthest in advance I've ever been made, you know, that I knew that I was going to be able to pull one of these off, right? Usually it's a couple weeks before this is two months before because of that. I'm, I'm, there's going to be a pretty decent sized crowd. And in the past, I've pretty much just said, you know, we had anywhere between as little as seven people at a meetup before as much as, you know, 30 people at a meetup. And in the past, I've kind of just taken care of things and says, hey, it's on me. But uh, I've been thinking that, uh, you know, I don't know how many people are going to come, but I think it's going to be a lot. So I was thinking about charging $15 a person and anything over the $15 for dinner I'll, I'll just cover. So, and, and except for my podcast mastermind members, because my podcast mastermind members pay a monthly fee to be a part of the podcast mastermind, I'm going to take care of their dinner in, in full. But, uh, anyway, so it's going to be Wednesday night, June 6th at 7 PM meeting for dinner. So put that on your calendar. And, uh, if you want to know more details as I get them, I encourage you to go to gspn.tv slash list or podcastanswerman.com slash list. Either either one of those mailing lists will be notified uh, about the meetup. So it's going to be awesome. Look forward to seeing you there if you're in or around the New York City area. And by the way, that's open for people who are not, even if you're not coming to Blog World, the conference, you can still come to this meetup. Right. Cool. Okay. All right. Can I backtrack for just a second? By all means. Okay. The um so the song that I said I couldn't think of right at that second is um called let me go back. Where'd it go? Oh, I scrolled down. Sorry. It's Post Blue by Placebo. Mm-hmm. It it is it has one of those little addictive like once it gets stuck in my head, I just sing like the one part over and over and over again. Anyway, um, one Tree Hill, you can go to oth-music.com and you can see the music by season, by episode number of all of the music that's been played in One Tree Hill. That's awesome. It's really cool, um, which is where I went to find Post Blue. So, Sweet. Um, fantastic. It, it also tells you like the scene it was in, the scene when the song was played, and if that band has ever been in another episode of One Tree Hill. Nice. So fun little, fun little thing if you love OTH. Or the like music. Or the music, right. So um, speaking of television shows jumping the shark. <laughs> yes. Which we're not saying that OTH did. No, it didn't. But I found myself a new show that I really like. I watched like seven episodes in one evening. Right. And I have asked you, did you set my DVR I yet? I did. Thank, Thank you, you, Winnie, for reminding me. I am so excited. Winnie and I were sitting down watching TV the other day and she says, did you set Cliff's TBR? And I'm like, "Uh, no, I didn't. Thanks for reminding me. That's awesome. Thank you, Winnie. Uh, Shark Tank. Yes. Wow. Is this an awesome show? I absolutely love Shark Tank. Yep. For those of you who don't know, I consider myself to be an entrepreneur. I love building my business. I love businesses. I love helping other people think strategically about business because I'm so thrilled with just the the different ways of things that I've learned and it's mm-hmm. just so much fun. And I love the show. Let me tell you what it is. It the idea 
is that they call it the Shark Tank, which I think is really, I, honestly, I think it's a silly name. I do too. Um, I would have, I heard people talk about Shark Tank and I heard people tweeting about it and all this other stuff. Shark Tank's great, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not into Shark Week. I don't, I care less about aqua creatures and, and stuff like that. Shark Tank <laughs> just sounds like a reality show of, of, you know, Jacques, it's like a modern day Jacques Cousteau reality TV show. It's like, whatever. Okay. But anyway, Stuart's asking, where did I watch the episodes? I did watch them through my iPad on the ABC application for iOS uh, for the iPad. And um, the it unfortunately only allowed me to watch um, the season or the, the first two episodes of season three, which is the current season and the and the re, the most recent four episodes of season three. And I th- I'm pretty sure I, I you know what? I may have not yet watched uh episode one of season two which i think is still on there as well okay so you don't get every every episode but man i'll tell you what i would be willing to go back and find those and pay for them i think you can get them on amazon um and stuff like that love this show so let me tell you what it's about it is five investors all right and they call them sharks right i think a majority of the five not all of the five but a majority of the five are billionaires uh, but every one of them is certainly a multi, multi, multi-millionaire, and they are—they have—they have experience in and doing the right thing to build businesses to make them bigger. And honestly, to be—they're really the the type of businesses that aren't the most appealing to me. I, I kind of like the. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I, it, it's almost changing. I, I am changing a way, little bit of the way I think about the business, and and it's. Uh, what do you call that? It, it's expandability or mm-hmm. it's um, no, it's, there's another word. I don't know what you mean. But anyway, just just its ability to grow and the scalability. That's what I'm thinking of. So I, I, I am thinking in a different way of, of how can I scale more things. But certainly I've been resistant to think about the possibility of scaling GSPN, you know, th- this network. A lot of people have like, yeah, that'd be a great idea. I'm just really hesitant about that. But Podcast Answer Man and some of the stuff I'm doing there, totally this idea of scalability has certainly um, has invaded my thoughts and minds. Okay. Five people, five very wealthy investors who all have, you know, their own mindset about how thing business should be done and bring, they come from different industries, which is kind of cool. Um, the only person I recognized and knew before any of this was, uh, Mark Cuban. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Anyway, the only reason I know about him is I think he started a website called broadcast.com years ago and it got sold by million or bought by for millions of dollars. And then he took that and, and he has duplicated a lot of his success of building things and selling them or building them to scale and, and letting other people run them. And he gets a pro- portion of the profits and stuff. Okay. But anyway, you have these five people who have amazing insight when it comes to building successful businesses and scaling them. And then what you have is each episode. And I, and I love the fact that not every episode, it doesn't build per episode. So it's not something that you, if you've missed two or three episodes, you don't want to watch the most recent one. You can just pick up the most recent episode and never have watched the beginning of, or any of the other episodes and you'd be fine. But each episode, they usually have somewhere between, I would say, three to five people who come in and do what they call a, a pitch. <laughs> and th- these are people who have had some success in building a business from the ground up. You know, this this they had this idea, they started it, they've achieved success, most of them. Uh, have achieved some pretty significant su- success, but they're just stuck. They, they to take things to the next level. What they're looking for is some money. Sometimes it's a hundred thousand. Sometimes it's three hundred thousand. Sometimes it's just sixty thousand. But they're looking for one of these people to invest that money so they can take that money and go out and you know uh, uh, rent that factory space, hire some workers, or. Uh, send this overseas for some manufacturing to to order 150,000 of these and to put the PR in place. So they just need, they don't, it's like they build it out of their basement or, you know, whatever the case may be. And they're just, 
they're stuck right where they're at. They're, it, they could leave it there, but they see that there's so much potential and they have a desire to take it way beyond. And what happens is they usually come with and, and make a pitch. Here's here's my company. Here's my business. This is how I got started. This is where I'm going. This is where I project. This is what I want for the future. And here's the deal. I'm looking for, let's just say $100,000. And in exchange, I'll give you, you know, 15% of my company. Right. You know, you own 15%. And the, some of the pitches are really good. Some of them are absolutely horrendous. Uh, and it's fun to just listen to them explain where they are. But what gets really good, my favorite part of the show is the um, the back and forth. The the five sharks, if you will, they actually make offers, but sometimes they'll argue with each other. They try to weasel each other out. It's like, no, I want in. And they compete with one another. Um, and they, you know, all of a sudden they're bidding to get a portion of this business. Sometimes mm-hmm. they say, you know what, let's team up together because uh, he has these connections. I have these connections. You know, he'll give you 50,000. I'll give you 50,000. And we together retain the, you know, 40%. And and I love how they talk about valuation and it's just a lot of fun. And um, it, it, if, if that doesn't sound interesting to you, I'd still recommend that you at least check out one episode of Shark Tank and decide. Mm-hmm. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. But man, I am in love with this show. I, I like the show. I caught the last 60 minutes of um of Friday's new episode last Friday um, while we were waiting for Fringe to start. But um, I'm sitting there and and I don't know that I would be so... I don't really understand a lot of the business talk that's going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm perfectly comfortable saying that. But what I do love... <laughs> Is watching the the entrepreneurs who are pitching. I really like watching them sweat. Yes. And yes. so I saw two or three, I think three, um, no, two guys come in and make a pitch. And um and this one guy comes in and he is so confident about his product and he is really selling it. And the school is calling. You need um, me to pause? I, yeah, just a second. Sorry. And we're back. Okay, so um, so this guy comes in. He's really confident about his product, and he he sells it so well. I mean, he believes in what he is doing. He believes he has a great product. Um, it was food, so he had some for them to sample. Um, one of them likes it a whole lot, and he's like, "Dude, I loved it. I ate both of mine that you gave me, and I'm gonna finish theirs when you leave." Um, but the more they start their side of it, when they are giving him suggestions and saying, and asking him questions about the numbers that just don't quite add up for them. Um, this dude is like, you can see that confidence that he had just leaving. It is just draining. And by the end, his voice is shaky, like he's trying to hold in his emotion. And um, that's what I enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) I love to watch him squirm. That's what I enjoy. And um, so when um, then when the next guy comes out now, he didn't sell his product as well as, as the one before. And actually, they wanted they didn't want his product, but the patenting, um, and this was two of the guys, um, didn't want the product, which was a wine, but they wanted the, the patent on um, the packaging, and they wanted to run with that. They're like, if you just forget about the wine and run with this packaging, you have, you know, that's what you're going to make millions on. Yeah. And, um, but this guy... He just starts like literally sweat is pouring off of him. That's the part. It was his baby. That I like it was his baby. It and he absolutely didn't let go. is. Absolutely. And, and he shows up in tonight. Um, tomorrow night's episode. I did He's not see this episode, again. though, by the way. No, you were taking a nap. Remember, you, you I know, but to it, take a nap it wasn't Friday. even on ABC's player. It'll be on next week. It, it'll be on because ABC, some of them uh, they don't release right away. That's right. So I need to, I want to see that. And then there's another one on this Friday night. 
and right, night. which is on the D, which will be on the DVR. And this guy is back again. Awesome. And so I can't wait to see them tear oh, him that's down. That's right, because they're. <laughs> I can't. I love you. I love you too. That's where I get mine. I don't understand the business talk, but I love to watch them squirm. And see, here's the thing: a, a couple years ago, even after I started my business, I would say even th- two years ago. I probably wouldn't have understood 80% of the stuff that I heard right. from the sharks asking about the business and stuff like that. And I, I am excited to tell you that what I've learned over the last two years, just reading a lot of business books and hanging around people who do business and and have helped elevate the way that I think about business. Uh, one of them's in the chat room, by the way, mm-hmm. and uh, it's Stuart Crane. Um, but just so, so many of uh, people have... In, have uh, had a lot of influence on the way that I think about business that I understood. I uh, When they get up there, the sharks, I know every single thing that they're looking. I know yeah. why they're asking and, and stuff like that. And also as a business owner myself now, and when I think about, because I, I often talk, I often think of myself as an investor in my own business. Right. You know, is this something I should be investing my time, my resources for my business in? And um, I loved this one episode where they had this guy come in and he had worked himself like night and day, built this shop, this t-shirt shop. And actually it's like a printing shop where you could print things on demand. He's got this custom machine he made that, that is unique and, and he wanted to open up more retail stores. And the thing is, is he had gotten to a place where he was pretty darn successful. He had, I think his business generated like several hundred thousand dollars and he, he's like, he was pretty excited because he goes, I, I can now live, you know, the L.A. lifestyle. Right. And the guys were like, and, but he wanted $100,000 to to open up his next retail store. And and the thing is, is they are like, OK, so what are you going to do with this money? And he says, well, you know, I, I'm going to do this. And he says, and, and, and how much are you going to pay yourself? And he goes, well, you know, there's enough money right now that. He goes, no, no, no. This isn't a situation where you just take money out of the cash register whenever you need it. You don't just take money out of what's laying around in the in the bank account. You know, um, you know what are you going to do? It's like, seriously, how much are you going to pay yourself? Well, I can get by for, he says, I want a dollar figure. How much are you going to get? How much are you going to pay yourself? He goes, well, I can get by on a six-figure income. And I was like, wait a second. $100,000 is a six-figure income. So you want me to just pay you for the next year? I mean, seriously. And they, they basically booted him out because he, des- right. he they said, listen, you, 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 you don't, you're not willing to go through the adversity of, of doing this. You're, matter of fact, he's like, I'm, he, he was all excited about the fact that I've got to the place where I don't even have to be there anymore, you know, and, and I'm living mm. the LA lifestyle. And he's like, listen, you know, if you told me you're still in that store, you know, every day, every day and, and that was something that you're so passionate about. And if you told me you're willing to, to go back to macaroni and cheese and beans and weenies and whatever, I'd. I, I'd invest in your thing in a heartbeat, but no, no, you, you're, you don't understand the, the value of adversity and so much of that stuff. Anyway, I love Shark Tank. It's good. Shark Tank is awesome. Yeah. And my wife, she could care less about the business stuff and she still loves Shark Tank. So yep. there you go. Absolutely. So I think it's time for your special little announcement. It is. Had. This is the time where I want to say thank you to Mardell.com. M-A-R-D-E-L.com forward slash GSPN. If you go to that page, the slash GSPN, you'll see our featured products there. And uh, they did add the book that you talked about last week when yeah. pleasing others is killing you. Hurting. Or hurting you. And uh, if it's killing you, you definitely need to stop. <laughs> well, Chances are it could be. I know. I but anyway, so when pleasing others is hurting you is on there. Um, we we have a bunch of other resources that we've shared over the years that we've been doing this. And it's definitely it's definitely something uh, that if you are looking for Bibles, uh, Christian books, CDs, uh, apparel, they have educational materials, so much more. Anything that you buy at Mardell, if you use our promo code GSPN in the shopping cart, you get 10% off. <coughs> yes. Excuse me. Of your order. Of your order. And you will also be saying thank you to Mardell for sponsoring our podcast. Committed now as a sponsor of Family from the Heart for four and a half years. And Stephanie, I have the numbers. Right. The results from March 2012. Our audience placed 220 orders with Mardell last month. And 
spent $8,845.59. So, guys, let me tell you. Wow. Thank you so much for continuing to uh, to to use our sponsor in that way. And, and of course, that continues on the, you know, making sure that we have the longevity of this ongoing, mutually beneficial um, relationship with Mardell. So, thank you very much. Again, go to Mardell.com, promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. And feel free to share it with any organizations, homeschool associations, whatever you want. Yes. Hey, I got a new picture. You did. I am thrilled with my new headshots. Yes, I know you are. And uh, I have never been happy. I've always been the guy behind the microphone. Mm-hmm. Not really <laughs> a huge need for me to have, you know, a, a, a really good high professional picture of myself done. Although... Uh, I, if you, you've got all these social media spaces, you got Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, and all this other stuff. And of course they ask you to, you know, set an avatar or a picture of yourself or something, some kind of logo. And I've never really been all that thrilled with any of the pictures I've ever had taken of me. And, uh, where can we see the new headshot? That's a great question. How can I, let me let me pause for one second and I'll set it up so that way people who are listening to the podcast can go when can they have a chance. Pause for one minute. Yeah, why? Okay. Okay. Stephanie's gonna be back. I'll be back in one second. And I'm back. All right. So anyway, I went in and uh, I uploaded this to a special service that I use, and it's my cloud app. And I created a link. So if anybody wants to, you can go to gspn.tv forward slash headshot. And it's all one word for uh, it's gspn.tv forward slash headshot or preferably if you go to blogworldexpo.com, you can see it in the wild. Uh, so if you go there and look for 2012 NY speakers on the left hand side, I'm the let's see, one, two, three. I'm the fourth person down on the left hand side. So that anyway, I went through at one point I had a comic image made of me. Yes. And I actually love it. And in fact, I'm still going to keep my comic image on my Twitter and my Facebook. LinkedIn made me take my comic image off. Somebody reported it as an abuse of the terms of services. Really? Why? Because it has to be a real photo of yourself on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So I had I had basically on LinkedIn. I'm sitting there. I'm working as I'm getting a lot more speaking opportunities. Last year, I was I uh, obviously I spoke at um, Blog World NYC in L.A. and I gave them uh, the same photo that I had given to the Financial Blogger Conference because the Financial Blogger Conference last year told me they said, "Listen, we can't, we're not going to post an, a cartoon, right? You know, you have to give us a real head, uh, you know, a real photo of you." And so I, I, what I did is I went and found an HD video that I did, um, and did a screen grab. And, and cropped it and sent that to him. And that's what I had been using for my headshot for these different things. And it's like, this just isn't all that professional. Um, you know, it, it's just not what I would like. However, um, in August, I'm going to be keynoting for an event. I've been, I, I found out that I wasn't supposed to tell anybody yet. Uh, but uh, so I won't, sp- I won't speak it again, what event that will be. But in August, I will be going to an event and I'm actually going to be keynoting. I'm opening the conference and they asked for a headshot and I'm like, okay, you know what? This, this, my goal is to become a more, I want to speak more. And so I, I decided I'm going to get a professional headshot done. So Christian Todd from Northern Kentucky, uh, I put it out on Twitter. Hey, does, it, <coughs> does anybody know who could do professional right. uh, headshot for me? And everybody's like, well, Christian Todd could do that. And so, um, it's uh, twitter.com slash Christian with two A's at the end at, yes. the, at the end of Christian. But it's uh, Christian Todd, T-O-D-D. And he came out, did the, the shoot. I love that he came here. Yeah, he came up to our place and did it. And mm-hmm. did, a, did a fabulous job. I really, I am thrilled with the way my headshot turned out. I think it definitely looks a lot more professional. And uh, it's good. Yeah. So it there does. you go. Tell me about Megan's sad news. Megan got some really sad news. She had to go to the um, to the doctor for a checkup, and they told her that she's as tall as she's gonna get. Yeah. That um, and then and then I love how I love how her doctor spun it. She's like, maybe you could get a half an inch, maybe, but 
I really don't think so. Yeah. She gave her a little a little uh light of hope, but um she was hoping to be a little taller. Mm-hmm. But uh five two and a half is is about as tall as she's How gonna tall get. Are you? Five three and a half. Okay. Yeah, that's about so, right. So she's gonna be about an inch shorter than I am. Yeah. Right. Poor kid. I think you're the perfect height. Okay. What? Thank you for thinking that. Mm-hmm. I think I'm too short to reach the top cabinet in my kitchen. <laughs> I cannot reach the shelves in my closets. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's um. When we um, our our light switch in our bedroom, mm-hmm. the wires are mixed up, so we don't actually use the switch. We use the string off of our ceiling fan. Mm-hmm. When I I have to stand on my tippy toes to reach that string. And so turning off the light, I usually fall over. <laughs> I usually lose me. I have to stretch that far. Um, and so I would like to be a few inches taller, but this is as tall as I'm going to get. So um, I'm okay with that. I've been the same height since I was in the fifth grade. I can be okay. But she was just, she's just really, really, mm-hmm. I'm going to be five, two and a half. My kid's all right, babe. Poor kid. I know the poor kid. Mm. Anyway, Brad says longer string. (laughs) Longer string or get you a stool. Uh, I need a step stool in my bedroom. So um, let's see here. What's the next thing I have here? I have, oh, Kenna's new look. Our baby got a new look. She did. She did. She had to get glasses. Let me tell you something. I was nervous when Stephanie told me she she needed new glasses because my daughter is absolutely... She's, she's beautiful. She is. I mean, and all, she knows I, it. I, here's the deal. All of my kids are great looking. You know, it was one of the biggest things I asked God for. <laughs> I said, God, I really, 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 really want my kids to be healthy. First and foremost, please let my kids be healthy. But if I could put right up there next to that, please don't let them be ugly. Right. That was is like those two things. I'm pretty sure you prayed that Megan would not be ugly before you prayed that she would be healthy. <laughs> I may have. I think you I did. may have. <laughs> I please no ugly babies. <laughs> so God really blessed us in both areas. And um anyway, McKenna she's got these um like these precious moments eyes. You know the little precious moments. Her mo- eyes crack me up. Yeah. They do. But she comes and she she knows how to use them. She does. She really does. And she came I know you want to finish your story, but she came up to me um, a few weeks ago and she wanted something and she starts batting those eyes. And I said, Kenna, the eyes don't work on mama. She goes, oh man, <laughs> it was so funny. Go ahead. It's, so her eyes. I was just going to say, but you know, I was really nervous when you told me she needed glasses and the, the glasses that you got, she looks really cute in mm-hmm. and, and they're the right size for they her are. face. And, and she, she's just adorable. She looks like, she looks like a little miniature librarian. <laughs> she really does because they're kind of curved at the bottom but a little pointy in the top and they're purple of course they're purple and have stars on the sides of them and um but she really she really does look adorable um we got them all three of our kids have the transition lenses so that because they all have really light blue eyes and when they go outside the sun bothers them like helen color like it does me and so a few years ago, you had commented that Matthew looks like he's a blind child when he goes outside because his glasses get really dark. And I'm like, Cliff, that is so mean. And anyway, so we <laughs> walked outside after McKenna got her glasses and I had to laugh because she had that same look. Yep. Megan's don't do that because her frames are um, thicker. And so when hers get dark, they just look more like sunglasses. But um, yeah, it, it was... She looks adorable. She is. She she, she is, is adorable. adorable. Yeah. Like if you tell her she's beautiful, basically she'll say, I know. <laughs> she's like Ah, oh, goodness. I know. Thanks. So I heard Stephanie, a little geek news. Uh I, I there's rumors that somebody over, I think it was at Tech Crunch, has seen in the in in real life a prototype for a new Kindle. You said that to me. That may come out later this year. We just even. got a new Kindle. I know. I and I love my Kindle Touch, but man, I tell you, I'm excited about what I heard. Something in the lighting. Yes. Yeah, so you've told me about it, but 
So e-ink is what allows us to read books and it looks just like a real page. What? I'm sorry. I was you told me about it, but then I was thinking, but when you start speaking geek, I really only catch like every three words. Right. <laughs> Which is what you told me. One time you told me that that when you're listening to a conversation, mm-hmm. you listen for like the important points that you have to end anyway. Well, you you did I that. You did that Kindle, to me. E ink light. That's you did that to me in the I car. Got. You did that to me in the car on the way home from lunch. Let me tell you, she goes, "I love my best friend," and I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. And and Stephanie says, "She's so impulsive." I mean, her and her husband, they're so impulsive. And 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 then all of a sudden, she starts to tell a story. And then Stephanie starts to tell all this other stuff. She gives this look background. It's like, okay. Nothing impulsive about that. Nothing impulsive about that. And I'm just looking. I'm looking for an impulsive. I'm looking for an impulsive. Right. I'm look and, and Stephanie and then she, I got to it. I, and and finally you get to impulsive. And I'm like, okay, I can dump all the rest. Start listening here. <laughs> the others were okay. Here is the they impulsive. Were, oh, but hold on. You don't have to give the story. I'm not giving the story. I'm telling you, they okay. were a build up to the story. I understand. All right. But but I already. But the build up was it was all information i already knew i know all i you could have just started right there i'm just okay. it, i'm just it's just how my mind works I'm it's like sorry it's like, that your mind works that you t- way you gave me keywords to look for in the conversation in the story okay it's like it was as if i'm telling you this story to communicate to you what i mean when i say she's impulsive and it's like okay no 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 aha now i know where she's going okay <laughs> anyway it's all right. So are you ready to are you ready for my Squirrel. my my Kindle story? Yes. All right. So anyway, what here's the deal. Our e-ink display is what allows us to have a book, you know, have a, a display where the words literally looks just as good as if you're reading a book, a book on a, a, a words print on a page. Actually, most of the time better because it's it's digital it's clear it's crisp well it depends on what can what e-ink device you have but the kindle touch is amazing absolutely love it especially when you go out in the sun it's even better like when the sun is directly shining on it is the best a kindle ever looks the only thing is is that you bring a kindle inside if it doesn't have a light which they don't um then it's you know you need to shine light on it and um the only the only way I've ever found to get good lighting on a Kindle is to get an official Amazon case with the lighted Kindle, uh, the, the lighted Kindle case with the light built in. And they usually do a really good job. The, the Kindle with keyboard had a really good one. And the Kindle touch with the, the official lighted case is amazing as well. But it's still a light shining down on it. Now, the, you know, people are saying, well, what, what's the new breakthrough? Is it going to be a backlit display? And the answer is no. In fact, that's one of the reasons why I don't like reading on my, on my iPhone. I don't like reading on the iPad. And I could never see myself reading on a Kindle Fire is because LCD backlit displays, the, the light that comes from behind it is so bright and, and it really changes things. Now, that being said, I have not seen the iPad 3 yet. And I hear that it is like a piece of paper in your hand. But still, the the just the brightness of it, it, it just it's just not something I want to read over time. What they've come out with, or so the story says, is an e-ink display where there is a thin layer that's put over top of it that will be illuminated, and it and it's clear, and it will illuminate the entire e-ink display from the top. So it's kind of like having a light on your dis, on your display, but it's a clear thin layer and you just and and it'll have a brightness control that you can turn up or down so it's when you turn the light on it is it is guaranteed 100 percent even lighting across the entire display and absolutely zero um um what do you call that reflection or yeah glare glare thank you you're welcome so did i geek you out too much Mm -hmm. okay but I'm excited. I love. I'm my, glad you're excited. No, I, I think that Kindle. it's cool. Um, I think that a Kindle with the light in it would be, um, much better. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not really completely satisfied with the way that my light shines. Yeah, that's why I'm saying this. Um, right. This would be better. Mm-hmm. And the the cool thing is, is it may slightly. I, you know what? Chances are, it probably will not increase the cost of the new Kindle. They'll probably keep the pricing around the same as what a Kindle Touch would be today. 
But the nice thing is, is people would be able to have a very awesome lighted Kindle experience and not have to pay the extra 60 bucks for a, a for the case for the case with right. a light in it. Right. So anyway, I just although little, I really like my case, too, because it really makes it feel like I'm holding a book. Right. Which was almost as much of a seller to me on having a Kindle as the Kindle itself was. Right. So anyway. Yes. yes. Lots of geek news. Lots of geek news. iPhone 5. iPhone 5. The rumors are finally coming out. Are they? Um, yeah. That they're in production right now. And the I think most of the the people agree that probably we're looking at a September announcement and an October launch. Okay. So we got a couple more months. We're both waiting for we the next waiting. iPhone. We are waiting. I completely agree that... Um, Doing the, what was the last one? The the 4... The 4S. S. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had to remember the letter. Um, if it doesn't apply to me, I really, I just forget it altogether. Geek news wise. Right. Um, but I agreed that the 4S was not, it was too soon. We didn't, you know, we didn't, neither one of us needed new phones. Um, we just had got the 4 when it came out. But, and this happened to me the other day. Um, just this week, I was early in the morning. I was in the car with Winnie and I said, I really need to send my mom a text message about, and I said what the text message needed to be about. And, um, and we went, you know, we were going to Joanne Fabric. So we went to the fabric store and then we went to Kroger and then we came home and did, you know, a whole other load of things. Somewhere around about 9.30 or 10 o'clock that night, I was like, oh, yeah, I need to send my mom that text message. It was like 12 hours later that I remembered um, and and sent it. Cliff looks up from the living room and says, you know, if you had Siri, you could have just spoke it <laughs> and sent it. And how convenient would that be? Because I spent a lot of time driving, mm-hmm. a lot of time thinking about I need to do this I need to do this I need to do that I cannot type while I drive yep. I cannot write while I drive and so a lot of those things never yeah and get accomplished because once I'm at my destination I start on my list of things that has to be done there yep and the cool thing is is that with an iPhone, with Siri you can actually say uh, Siri remind me to and mm-hmm. then and then whatever. And it actually will build a reminder list right. for you of all the things you asked it to remind you. And you could actually say Siri. Not only could you say send a text to Lori or send a text to mom or send a text to Cliff. Right. Whatever the case. And, and then it's like and then as soon as it, it you say that and then say you, you speak whatever you want and it will transcribe that for you and send that. that and so it says, cool. is this OK? And then you say yes, yes. or no. Right. And, and, and it's all hands-free. The other thing is, is that it will read your incoming texts. Now, see, now I don't know if I would do that. I would still wait until I wasn't driving and, mm-hmm. and, and check them myself. Um, because sometimes I list you in, I hear you in here listening to that thing, read you your emails oh, and yeah. it gets on my nerves. Yeah. Like it drives me so crazy anyway. But, um, but I think that that is an incredibly cool tool for those of us who spend a lot of time yeah, and, and in the car. I spend a lot of time out of town now. I do a lot of traveling. And it's really cool to say, Siri, where's the closest Chipotle? And it, it'll pull it up and it'll give you directions right then and there. Or, you know, where's the closest pharmacy? Right. And and it just those kind of things. It's just, yeah, I, I, I love I love Siri, but I don't have I don't have Siri. I have an iPhone four, which I'm I've been I've been perfectly fine with. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I I've I'm at a place in my life where I don't feel like I need to go out and buy every new technology right. gadget. I still have the original iPad. I don't have the iPad two or the the quote unquote new iPad or iPad three. Um, you know, and and I I skipped the iPhone three S. I went from the iPhone three to the iPhone four. four. Now I had the three GS. You had the three GS. Uh, from actually, the original. Yeah, I went from the three. I went from the three to the three G or two to the three G, and then I went to the because we both got the original. Yep. And then you got the next one, but I waited until the next one. 
Right. And then we both got a four, but not at the same time. Right. Yep. So. Yeah. So I'll be ready. Yeah, we're do- we're both new- we're both due for a new iPhone, and it's not because our iPhones don't work. I mean, there are- that's the thing. The reason why we're okay waiting until October is because the iPhone four is a really great phone. It is. Um, <coughs> but when our when we do get our next phones, um, <coughs> excuse me, I'm Megan and Matthew will get our which they are super <laughs> excited about. They'll get our iPhone fours yeah. and McKenna. We'll get a 3GS. We'll get a 3GS. Now, hers probably will not be activated. activated, She won't have phone activation, but uh, she will have the phone, which has 16, actually, yeah, 16 gigs of RAM. And uh, because her iPod now, she has an iPod touch, but now we bought her the refurbished one and the time is never has the right time and the battery does not stay charged long. And it doesn't have the front camera, so she can't do FaceTime. But the cool thing is, is once she has the iPhone 3GS... She can still hook it up to Wi-Fi, and it's basically an iPod right. Touch, and it does have the front camera. It does have the front front ca- No. 3GS does not have front camera. I think it does. It does. Megan's, it does. Megan's has the front camera, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Um, And I'm really looking Wait. forward to Matthew having... I don't know. I don't think it has the front camera. All right. Um, right. I'm really looking forward to Matthew having... Um. A phone. A phone, because when I'm gone, I'll be able to get a hold of him. What do you mean when you're gone? Like if I'm if I leave the house mm-hmm. and he's here. Oh yeah. Either by himself or by himself with you down here working. Yeah. I'll be able to get a hold of him because I cannot. Um. I have. We have. We don't have. We have a landline, but we don't have a phone upstairs right. because that's for it's for business reasons, and so we don't call it. But um, so the only way I can get a hold of Matthew is by calling you. But if you're a lot of the times when I'm gone, you're on a call or right. you know, doing your mastermind or whatever. So yeah. anyway, so we're looking for iPhone fives eventually. Looking forward to them. Yeah. Yep. So do we have time for some feedback? I think so. Um, let's start off with Anne real quick. Let's go to Anna-Sophie Reinhardt. Hi, Stephanie and Cliff. This is Anna-Sophie from the True Beauty Podcast. I am calling in to say thank you. I just celebrated my one year anniversary of recovery. And it made me think of all the people who have been there for me in the last year and before and who supported me and who just loved me. And, you know, GSPN and the two of you have been there for a long, long, long time. I think it's now, what, six years? And you helped me get back to life. You helped me through all the sleepless nights during the worst phase of my depression and just your kindness, your honesty, your loving nature helped me to see that, you know, life really is worth living and that there are amazing people out there and that there is friendship, that there is authenticity and that there is fun, that it can be light and awesome and all of these things and that there is a purpose to life. So I just wanted to say thank you so, so, so much. And I appreciate our friendship. I appreciate you. I love you. And I am so grateful that I found you such a long time ago. So thank you very, very, very much. I love you guys. Bye. Wow. Thank you so much, Anna. So we good. are so blessed to have you as a member of our community and as a as a personal friend. Absolutely. You know, the two things I got out of that voicemail were, I love the True Beauty podcast. I love that title. Mm-hmm. Love that name. And I the think second she's on thing, episode six already. Is she really? Yes. That's amazing. And the other, she says authenticity better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, I, we are. We're so blessed to have her as a friend. I'm, I'll never forget when her and her sister. That was so fun. She, they came here and stayed with us. And I'm like, what are we going to do? Because this is the first people who have come from out of town mm-hmm. to visit us. And I'm like, 
you know, are we are we going to be boring? <laughs> you know, are they yes. going to be bored? But her and Valerie, I, I get. We they, were so boring. They walked to get their nails done. That's Actually, right. They did walk to get their nails done, but not because we were boring. Yeah, no. But it was great to have her and Valerie here, and um, you know, and of course, she's made it to qu- quite a few different uh, meetups that we've thrown, and uh, she came to uh, L.A. last year and went up to Leo Laporte, see Leo Laporte with me. It was just awesome. So. Um, you know, our lives have been blessed by you as well, Anna. And, and thank you very much for the very encouraging feedback. It means a lot to us. Absolutely. And it's why I left my career in insurance. It really was. Mm-hmm. You know, the, some, It was just because of your friendship. Just because of you. Absolutely. <laughs> Only one reason. That's it. No. Uh, but it, 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 it's the fact that we these kind of relationships right. and the, the fact that we are able to be behind a microphone and to be an encouragement and inspiration and helping people think differently think more positively about their future and about the about what they have today and to be more thankful and it and it helps us as well so when we help others we help ourselves because we're just sharing our life and our journey anyway so awesome stuff so uh here's the deal we're one hour 17 seconds okay so we're already over an hour and the family the eric's feedback is three minutes in length so you're cool yeah all right so let's go ahead and play it eric take it away my friend Hey, Cliff and Stephanie, it's Eric Fisher. Um, listening to last week's Family from the Heart episode, and uh, specifically more the beginning part where you're talking about um, Cliff's drivenness and your and Stephanie's ability to go with the flow, and how those are kind of yin and yang, so to speak. Anyway, I'm I'm more like Cliff, and I wish I was more like uh, Stephanie. My wife is actually more like that, which is, so we've kind of got the same balance going on there and or sometimes imbalance as it, when it has friction. Anyway, one thing that I wanted to throw out that's kind of helped me start to be better at doing more spontaneous or disengage from the not productive or whatever, the, 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 pro of being all you know gung-ho and driven and whatever is you get a lot of stuff done but the con is that then being able to unplug and you know do the family stuff gets hard because you get distracted anyway you talked all about that my main point my trick has been to use the weakness portion of that aspect of my mentality and use Instead of it, instead of using the weakness of it as a oh I'm distracted blah 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 is to I'm not getting anything done, is to switch on my productive mode. In other words, don't look at it as look don't use the con part. Use the pro part of it. Use the productive part and trick myself so to speak into thinking okay well one of my priorities in life that is very near and dear to my heart is my family my wife my kids my relationship with god and so what i do with that is switch on the okay well how right now in this moment when i'm supposed to be disengaged from all the other things am i engaging purposefully in a semi-productive manner with those things with those true relationships not the other ones that don't matter as much and yeah it's almost like cheating not really for me it helps it's like okay look we're on this trip we're in the car what can i do that isn't me staring out the window but me like engaging with family or what how can i you, you know what i mean so it, it's it's a shoehorn it slides into it helps me get more into where the normal of where i want to be versus the Angry Birds playing where I used to be, and it helps. And yes, the phone basket really does do a lot. We we have the little charger station where we, when we walk in, we all put the stuff there, and, and it's just me and my wife at this point. But I am now putting my phone there for the evening and not trying not to pick it up unless I actually need to call somebody, and it's helping a lot. So anyway, that's my thought. I wonder what you think. See ya. All right. That's a good thought. Does it make sense to you? It makes sense. Uh, and in fact, I have tried that before and that gets me in trouble as well because I want to be super productive with my time and, and building quality and relationship time. And I'm really going to do this. And I'm like, hey, guys, do you want to do it? No, dad. Hey, do you want to do it? No, dad. And, and it's just like, we just want to sit and 
be here in the same room together and do nothing. And I'm like, <sighs> okay. Yeah. Okay. The, the, but I mean, it's not always like that. But yes, I could probably employ some of that. And, and it's like, yeah, it's like, okay. Sw- switch off of the things that my to-do list over here. And what are the things that I could do here to make this time more... Right. More beneficial to the to what I'm trying to accomplish with this portion of my life. It makes a lot of sense, and I do appreciate it. It it does. I mean, because all three of our kids are huge snugglers. Yeah, that that's quality time to them. I know. Just yeah. sit. I had to start the music over. That's again. fine. I was just gonna really quickly say, just sit. Live your life with purpose, and then let you turn it off. So. Oh. But um, but yeah, just sit with them and and hold them and love because that's what they. That's what they're craving right now. Right. They don't want to go for a walk or go for a bike ride or, you know, not the way that you do. Like McKenna would love to go for a bike ride with you, but that yeah. doesn't really fit into how you want to go for a bike ride. No, actually, I do enjoy those so, bike rides. But, um, okay. Yeah. I just like to, I like to do something. That's, I know. That's my thing. You don't know how to just stop. I, how to, sitting still is, is painful. I, it's like, like right here. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing. I know, you're I'm doodling. I don't doodling. even know if I'm going to be able to read those show notes. Yeah, you are. All right, guys. <laughs> anyway, until next time, we encourage you to live your life with purpose.